So welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this call. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years, and each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar, or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. Again, that's psiseminars.com. The topic for the call is imagination, which is something that we work with in the PSI basic course as one of the exercises related to overcoming obstacles and achieving your goals. Uh, we had some technical difficulties on the call this month, so we, we are doing a special recording for the podcast. Uh, first, I would like to introduce your speaker. We have a very special guest with us, our very own Director of Training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for 28 years and has been with PSI Seminars for over 25 years. In addition to the PSI Basic Seminar, she facilitates the Life Success Course and the Women's Leadership Seminar. Kathy, are you there? I most certainly am, Kat. Wonderful. We're excited to have you and uh, look forward to your teaching as well as uh, getting to as many questions as we can. Well, I am thrilled to be back on this call, Kat, and I just want to acknowledge everyone for sticking with us the other night through all of the technical challenges that we had. So we're actually re-recording this today so that we can put it on the podcast and you can listen to it at any time that it, you choose to listen to it. So it's actually perfect that we're re-recording the call in imagination because I am in Phoenix, Arizona, sitting in the family training, which is so sweet to have these families actually doing the basic seminar with their children. So it's perfect to be talking about imagination today. And as I was doing a lot of just thinking and preparing for the call the other night and the last couple of days thinking about that we were going to be re-recording this, you know, I was, I'm always so inspired by the power of our minds. And the power of our minds and when we actually start to create the internal alignment, what is really possible. And our mind is really the most important part of who we are as a human being, and it's very, it is, it is absolutely distinct to each and every one of us. And really my purpose on this call is to inspire each and every listener to actually start to use their mind and to use their mind with much more rigor and discipline and to really put into play and to practice everything that you uncovered about you in the basic seminar, in the life success course, in the leadership seminars, or playing PLD, whatever, wherever you are at on the journey. You know, in, in reading some of the questions that were asked to be answered on that call, I was, again, presented with the fact that and reminded of a few quotes, and two of them I want to share with you is the man at the t on the top of the mountain didn't just fall there. That is a quote by Vince Lombardi. So often we think, oh, how did they get there? Or, you know, oh, gosh, it's going to be so much work getting to the top of the mountain. Or maybe that was so easy for somebody else. Or they're this or they're that. 
But the truth is, is they didn't just land there. Somebody just didn't put them there. They actually had to use all that they had been given to get themselves to the top of the mountain. And something that we always refer to in our advanced courses is that once you get to the top of the mountain, that's not the destination. Because when you actually get to the top of the mountain, you look up and go, oh, my gosh, there are so many mountains to climb. I had no idea. So, so often we spend our time almost as if we are pushing a boulder up a hill because we're trying so hard and we're determined versus, oh, my gosh, this is what I get to do, and I get to find all these different ways to get to that destination. And there is another quote by Socrates, the unexamined life is not worth living. And I think that we as graduates, and for those of you that are on this call, is that really when we walk into the basic seminar, that is the journey that you're actually beginning. You are, as Socrates said, is you're examining your life. And examining life is a life worth living. And the most important life to start to examine is our own. And that starts with our thought process. I think sometimes that we so often want to get to that destination, we forget that it is actually the journey. And the journey is called life. And the question I would like everyone to first ask themselves as you're listening is, am I standing on the sidelines watching my life? Or am I actually engaged? Am I actually participating? Am I actually on the ride? You know, there's another quote that I just love, and it's, uh, it doesn't have a known author, but it is, Life is not a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well-preserved body, but rather to sit in broadside, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. I think that sometimes we forget that our life really is a journey, and it really is a ride. And so in really examining inspiration, let's all go back, and, and for those of you that haven't taken the basic seminar, I hope that that is definitely on your list to accomplish very, very soon in your life. Because you walk into the basic seminar, and I'm, and I'm going to take everybody back a little ways, because what I noticed through some of the questions was that you wanted to get someplace. You wanted to get to the end. Give me the answer. Give me the answer. How do I use my inspiration? Uh, what is the value? What is the value? However, it all starts way at point A. Point A meaning you as the example I'm going to use is walking into the basic seminar is that there is a big sign on the wall and it says to think is to create. And the first step in that is to start to notice all those internal conversations that we have. And many of those internal conversations I'm going to suggest are actually what's blocking you tapping into the resource called your inspiration. And so the, there is a model that we use, and it is called the Trinity of Consciousness. And it is our three levels of mind, our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, and our superconscious mind. You know, it is our superconscious mind where actually our inspiration, the universal power, lives. And so often we want to go into our superconscious part of our mind, but the truth is, is we're not going to get there unless we have our conscious and our superconscious part of our minds in alignment. Because our conscious mind is there to make decisions. And those decisions are directed 
by the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind, as we define in basic seminars, to creatively, creatively ensure you operate in accordance with the truth as you see it. Now, there is the key, the truth as you see it. See, in the subconscious mind is our programs and our creativity and our memory and our intuition and our automatic nervous system. I mean, all those things are there. And so many times what gets clogged up is a word that I like to use, is our patterns, so to speak, our conditioning. The thinking that we have that definitely does not support us and is not congruent into who we really are and who we really can be. I know it's as, oh, as, you know, tagline as ever, be the best that you can be, be all that you can be, but the truth is, it's the truth. And so in the basic seminar, we take the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and we start to get those two back in alignment to actually start to get what we're feeling and what we're thinking in sync. Because when those two are in sync, that opens up to tap into our superconscious mind, our inspiration. You know, we, we talk a lot about children. And in the basic seminar especially is that children, they don't have any filters. They don't have, they don't, they haven't been told it's not possible. In fact, how many of you when you were a child, you had an imaginary friend and they were like your best buddy in the world. And one day finally someone said to you, that's just your imagination. And all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, is that, that, it was almost like that door got closed. That means my imagination isn't true. That means my, my imagination isn't something I can really rely on. But children rely on that part of themselves completely. And so if we actually got ourselves back to that place of relying on ourselves and what we're feeling, what we're thinking, and really tapping into that resource that we have, and how we do that is there's so many tools that we've been given, so many tools. So the question I really, it's kind of like I was thinking about this example is that, you know, so often we want to get to that destination. However, there is a lot of history that we've got to, so to speak, clean up. You know, it's like we can go on a fast for three days and start to cleanse our bodies. However, those three days are not going to take away 20 years of very bad health habits. And so that in itself, it, it gets you in the process in those, that three-day cleanse, but now you've got to continue it. You know, so often we're looking for the immediate gratification. Well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you there's really no immediate, you get some immediate gratification. However, it's not long-lasting. And so to actually get long-lasting results, you've got to build. And so you've got to start at point A to get to point B. So some of the things that I was thinking about is that so often we, we, we lack the rigor and we lack the discipline. We go, oh, my gosh, I've been doing this for every, every day for 30 days. Okay, I guess it doesn't work. But how do you know that not on the 31st day all of a sudden something magical happens? So there is a level of trust in yourself, trust in the process, and trusting that what you want is very clear and certain. You know, in fact, that's one of the things I'm going to ask everyone to start to think about on this call is that 
have you truly defined what it is that you want? And have you truly put that in your screen of the mind? Screen of the mind meaning that the first picture is always here's how it is, you know, acknowledging and recognizing, and then taking that dark frame away from the screen and taking that picture away and now putting bright white light all around that screen and now, boom, this is what I want. You know, Mr. Wilhite was reading a manuscript the other day and Mr. Wilhite was talking about how, you know, the whole consciousness of us, our three levels of mind, our trinity of consciousness. And when he started to really get it was when he went, man, I'm questioning, I'm questioning, I'm, I'm questioning too much. But when I just go and tell Jeannie in my mind, I need this answer, and then I trust that Jeannie's going to give me the exact answer, and I've asked the right question, and the question definitely is supporting what my ultimate goal is, he could find himself out mowing the yard, and all of a sudden, boom, there the answer comes to him. So many talented, unbelievable talented people in the world have talked about that they came up with the lyrics of uh, a song, or they came up with the tone, or they came up with the words for their novel. Not because all of a sudden they, it was them. It was like they actually became the vessel to let it flow through them. And I think that sometimes we get ourselves very stuck on, I gotta find a way, I gotta find a way, I gotta find a way. Versus very confident and standing firmly grounded in I'm going to create this. This is going to happen. And letting the answers come to you. Now, of course, that doesn't mean that you're sitting on a mountaintop meditating all the time. That means that you are taking action in your life. You know, one of the things that, one of the uh, rock-solid quotes from the Life Success Course is, look, see, look, see, move. So this is not, you know, the time to just look and see. You actually have to take action. But look, see, move means that, yeah, sometimes you're going to take action that doesn't work. That doesn't mean you stop. That means you keep taking action and that your certainty and your clarity about what the end result is, you're going to create it, but you're going to utilize every resource that you have been given. And the greatest resource that we have been given is our mind. You know, we talk about our mind as a garden. So the question I would ask you to ask yourself is what are you planting? There's the key. Because if you're not planting anything in your garden, guess what's going to grow? It is definitely weeds. And I don't know about anybody else in here, but I, uh, I've had those moments of weeds in my life, and I've had those moments of definitely, wow, I planted tulips, and that's exactly what has, is growing. Because I'm clear about and trusting that the answers are there. It, it is not from an ego place like I got all the answers. No, I've actually opened myself up to allow myself to be that vessel to have the answers come in. But when we're looking outside of ourselves for the answer, that's not where it is. We'll find a temporary answer, but we will not find the permanent long-lasting. That truly our actions have got to Involve us being emotionally involved and emotional repetition. So the three levels of mind. Now everyone remember that's not just that's not just thinking. That's feeling. You know, there's another part to this imagination. It's called conceive, believe, what you will achieve. 
I want you to just picture the last time that you really and truly became something that you wanted more than anything in the world. I mean, how many of you remember when you were a young child and you dreamt, let's say you dreamt about being a ballerina and you had on your ballet costume and you were dancing all around the, all around the house and you were that ballerina up on stage. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Not that you've got to run around in your ballet costume all the time, but you've got to act as if it is so, so that it becomes so. Plant the seeds that you are committed to creating. You know, there's the first. We've got to do some inventory, people. We've got to do some inventory about what we've been putting in our minds. We've got to do some inventory of the practices that we're actually utilizing every day. We have such a depth of creativity and an incredible depth of imagination within all of us. However, so often we've been indoctrinated with, I'm going to even say, lies out there. And we've taken them in as they're the truth. Well, let's go back to the truth as you see it. Maybe the truth as you've been seeing it isn't true at all. I'm reminded of a video, and I spoke about it on the call the other night, but a gentleman that was born with no legs and no arms. And he goes around, and he's the most inspiring man. And when he was a child, he, you know, of course he went through his, you know, feeling sorry for himself. Oh, my gosh, I'm never going to be able to hold my wife or never going to be able to really give anybody a hug. I'm not going to be able to do these things. And fortunately, he had the greatest family that supported him in being much bigger, utilizing what he has been given, his mind. He's a farmer. He is very successful. He's married. He has children. And he goes around and he talks to people about specifically the lies that they've bought into, the lies that they have bought into that they're not enough, that they're not pretty, that they aren't going to make money, that they're this, they're, they're that. Those are all lies that someplace we bought into. And I'm listening to this gentleman talk about all this, and I'm like, wow, he has nothing. He has no arms. He has no legs but he has everything, everything because he's utilized what he has been given. Those that have been given much, much is expected. However, that is not from a burden place. That is from like, oh, my gosh, look what I have been given, and what am I, what am I waiting for? I mean, if we just every morning looked out and went, oh, my gosh, I, here's the world. What, am I looking at the world waiting for something to happen or am I looking at the world and going, okay, what am I committed to making happen? And I look at this gentleman, and <clears throat> that is how he's lived his life, is making something happen and inspiring others to make something happen. And so, look, he has done so much with those uh, obstacles that he's been given. I mean, we have, for some of us, we've been given everything, and what have you been using as an obstacle? And that's not as a slam for those of you that are listening to this call, but that is just a really a true wake-up call. You know, you want to get the answer, but you are the answer. You want, to have, you want to have a tool. Well, guess what? We have been given every tool available to mankind in the basic seminar. And how have you been using it? That's how you tap into your imagination. When we're, you're willing to get into your workshop and uncover all the resources that you have. And sometimes those answers aren't going to come to you right away. They're not, as Mr. Williams, Mr. Williams spoke about, is that he 
put that question in his, in his subconscious mind, he'd say, Jeannie, I need the answer. And then three days later, he's mowing his yard, and boom, there comes the answer. Start to look at what your habits are. You know, Mr. Wilhite also spoke about there's a woman that he admired greatly that every day, it was just her commitment that every day she was going to do something different, whether that was taking a different route to work or taking a different uh, walk or running a different path or having a different kind of coffee or a different something to eat or talking to a person that she's never talked to or taking a risk on some physical challenge she gave herself. But every single day, she did something different. doesn't have to be like she's going to go climb some huge, gigantic mountain. But ask yourself, where in your life are you getting into the same old, same old? You know, are you, are you just getting stuck in a routine, so to speak? I mean, one of the antidotes for uh, mediocrity is absolutely striving for continuous improvement. So ask yourself, where have you stopped striving for improvement? Ask yourself where you, where you say to yourself, oh, yeah, I know that. Because every time that we say, oh, yeah, I know that, guess what just happened? You just blocked entry into your imagination. You know, I'm reminded again of a story of Neil Armstrong when he was a little child and he would be in his backyard. And, oh, he would pick up sticks and he'd just throw them up to the moon. One day his mom came outside and said, Neil, what are you doing? And he says, I'm going up there someday. And his mom said, I bet you are. And so he did. So where have you stifled yourself in dreaming it's possible? Where have you disconnected yourself to the emotional commitment to your goal? You know that it is 100% yes. Conceive, believe, you will achieve. Conceive, believe, you will achieve. I'm going to even equate that to the trinity of consciousness. Conceive is our conscious mind, our believe is our subconscious mind, and achieve is our superconscious mind. That would be tapping into the resource called our imagination. And so ask yourself where you haven't been doing something new. Ask yourself where you are letting yourself slide on certain things. And if, you know, if anybody on this call is like a lot, of, a lot of us as human beings, you know, we have a tendency to beat ourselves up. Beat ourselves up about, oh, my gosh, I'm not doing it quick enough. I should have had this by this time. And, oh, my gosh, I didn't do that right, et cetera, et cetera. You know what? It's a path. It's a, it's, this is the path you're on. It's the journey. It is, it is and I'm going to say, it's a lifelong journey. I definitely have chosen to be on a lifelong journey of personal growth. I mean, as we say in the basic seminar, you have two things. You're either growing or you're decaying. And part of growth is being committed to your learning. So how have you been committed to your learning? You might read a ton of books. However, where have you been de developing your emotional learning, your emotional connection? Like, what is it really that gets you out of bed? In fact, I'm going to quote someone that is infamous in this industry as probably one of the most, uh, the greatest coaches in the world in terms of, and in this winning, in this industry, and it's all about teams winning. Her name is Kelly Poulos, and I'm reading a book that she wrote called Secrets to Winning, and 
her, uh, one of the things that she says, and I'm going to give complete credit to her, is that play life with intensity. Passion is the foundation for greatness. So ask yourself, where is my passion missing? Where have I not lit that light within myself? And where am I not lighting someone else's light? Because the truth is, we were not put on this planet to do this dance called Life Together. And all this comes together into inspiration. Because we get, I don't know about anybody else in here, but I get inspired by other people. I get inspired as to what they're accomplishing and how they did it and their emotional connection to it. When I get this, I was inspired by watching that video of the young man with no arms and no legs. I was inspired. And that inspiration unclogged any sort of blog I had in my trinity of consciousness and allowed me to tap back into my inspiration of what was possible just for that day. You know, and if there is anything that I want all of you to really be thinking about and really allow yourself to get to get inspired by is what is your compelling why? What's your compelling why every day that you wake up? Are you waking up thinking about what you're going to get? Or are you waking up going, what am I going to get? Are you waking up, I'm going to suggest, here, the, here is definitely something you could take away and start to practice. Is every day as you open up your eyes, you know, just take a moment and, and close your eyes again and just visualize how you want your day to look, how most importantly how you want it to end, how you want to be feeling by the end of the day. And ask yourself, how will I live this day out in greater contribution to mankind? How will I give to someone else today? You know, there's a famous quote we always use, that when in doubt, focus out. There's the key. When in doubt, focus out. And Kat, I understand we might have some questions. We sure do. Our first question is from CJ. Uh, He wants to know, is imagination the same as visualization, and what is more effective in attaining your desired outcome? Uh, you definitely, it is definitely not the same, and you're collapsing two very distinct, uh, very distinct things called imagination and visualization. So visualization is definitely a tool that supports us in creating alignment inside of ourselves. And when we are in aligned, as I spoke about in terms of our three levels of mind, when we actually have that alignment and congruency between our conscious, subconscious, and superconscious, that's when we can tap into our imagination. So they're two separate deals. And to actually get what you really want, again, as I have said, you've got to be very clear about what that picture is and allow yourself to have an emotional commitment and allow yourself to be emotionally involved in accomplishing that. Great. That leads into this next question. What are some ways in which you can get in touch with your subconscious to cultivate imagination? Back to what I was just talking about is that is our imagination is there in our third level of mind, in our subconscious mind. So 
yes, you want to create the congruency, conscious, subconscious, superconscious. So I would say that keep using your visualization techniques. Go back into your workshop. Use your screen of the mind. Definitely use casework because, as you remember, when we use casework, we can allow ourselves to definitely get physically and emotionally connected to what it is we're creating and contributing, which is definitely a way that we tap into our most our inspiration part of us. Great. I have three questions here, which I'm going to put together because they they are essentially the same. Uh, one is, what is the difference between imagination and acting on your imagination? The next one is, how do I go from activating my imagination to implementing my imagination? And what is the ideal balance of imagining and doing? So, you know, the the gist here of all these questions is, um, how do you go from imagining to doing? How do you go from imagining to doing? So, imagining is, so here is, you have a picture. Here's the picture. Oh, my gosh. My imagination, there it is. Now, I've got to be that picture. And I've got to act as if it is so, so that it becomes so, and start taking every step every day to create that picture. And sometimes you'll find solutions that, guess what? They didn't work. Okay, that solution didn't work. It doesn't mean that picture that you saw isn't possible. I think that sometimes that's what we do. We think, okay, that that solution didn't work, so I guess, you know, my imagination, okay, okay, that all doesn't work. No, it does. It's just that it takes practice, and you see it, it can happen. Conceive, believe, you will achieve. And so I think that, again, imagination isn't like something, you know, out there someplace. If you tap into your imagination, to find all of the different ways that you can accomplish something. I mean, think of children that, I mean, back in the day when I was a child, we didn't have all the little things that we got to play with today. I mean, we really were the greatest band in Omaha, Nebraska, using my mother's pots and pans. And to us, it was the greatest band. And so in practicing, sometimes it seems sort of absurd ways, is that it's going to happen. If you go back to a story that Mr. Wilhite talked about, that just popped into my mind, so I'm going to say it, is that he talked about, uh, you know, I'm not going to use the whole story, but he talked about a gentleman that wanted to buy a new car, and he had currently was driving, you know, some old, uh, old vehicle. However, the gentleman is started to treat his old car as if it was the brand-new car that he wanted. And he drove it like he would drive his new car. He cleaned it like it was his brand-new car. Always uh, kept the tank full as if it is his brand-new car. And in treating the old car as if it's the new car and did every practice to create and generate what he needed to get to actually buy the car over a 30-day period, he got the car but he had to act as if it is so, so that it becomes so. You gotta be it. You gotta be it before it happens. If you don't think that you're great, if you don't think you deserve it, if you don't think you're great, how could you possibly expect other people to think you're great and that it's possible? Great, we got a question here from DJ. 
wants to know how to stop uh, imagining or envisioning obstacles or bad outcomes. Well, the first question I would ask you is why are you doing that? Is like what's the little saboteur in your voice that is having you do that? And the question I you got to ask yourself because there's another question you're really asking underneath that is, and my question to you is why are you know what are you doing? Why are you doing that? What are you getting out of that? Like, what do you get to be right about in saying it's not possible? Is you know, I immediately go to, oh, okay, I guess you don't want to take a big risk on that one, or you don't want to fail, and so you're taking somewhat of the easy way out. So my suggestion is, is when those pictures or those thoughts come into your uh, brain, is that you go, stop it, not now, and start it, start to have discipline of what it is you're letting into your mind, the pictures you're putting into your mind, and what you're actually saying. Great. Uh, here's two more questions that I'm going to lump together. Uh, what are some imagination muscle exercises that can be practiced on a daily basis, and what is a good way to take your dreams and make them from an endpoint goal to a day-to-day lifestyle? So what is the daily practice? The daily practice is that you ask yourself, is how I'm being and what I'm doing today supporting me and and the people in my life, my family, my friends, my company, is what I'm doing and saying today supporting what I really want to create in my life? Every action, every choice that we make is definitely setting us up for something. So is the choice you're about to make, is the action that you're about to take is that supporting the end result? So that would be called you got to get conscious, you got to get aware. And it reminds me of a couple of uh, quotes I was just looking at is that, you know, is a, a mind, I think it's an Einstein quote that says, the mindset that created the problem cannot be the mindset that creates a solution. So you want to have different things happen in your life. Guess what? You got to go back, got to go back to the basics and see. It's always, I laugh because I find all of us get into the trap is that we want to get the answer, but wait a second, I got to go back to what it is, what's my mindset that's creating what I'm creating right now and start to peel back the layers of the onion. It's like, wow, what am I saying to myself? What's the pictures that I'm putting in my mind that's stopping me from really creating what it is that I want? And I'm going to go back to what I just said is that every day ask yourself, is this action, is this choice supporting me in what it is that I say that I want? And there's another quote I think that will be very good for people that are listening. People believe what they want to believe, and this alone explains what they have or don't have. So again, step into what you're believing about you, what you're believing about what's possible, and what you're believing about the people around you. Now, actually, my, one of my most favorite quotes is by Mark Twain. I'm an old man. I have gone through many trials and tribulations, most of which never happened. So, again, ask yourself, you know, the question about what's the difference between imagination and reality or something like that is that, you know, that maybe it's time to check in and go, wow, how much of this am I making up? Is like really time to take, again, some inventory 
an inventory inventory about where you're at and where you want to go and creating that alignment within yourself. And I cannot emphasize enough to everyone on that is listening is that is not an overnight process. It really takes practice and it takes rigor. And it's like keep on keeping on. And if you fall off, okay, get back on. Just like when we were a child and we were learning how to ride a bike. And we would fall and we would skin our knees, but we'd get back on the bike. That's what this is. That's what life is all about. Getting back on the bike, uh, back on the bike, and all of a sudden you're riding, and no longer is your dad or mom running behind you holding the bike. They've let go, and you're on. And so I ask that each and every one of you allow yourself to get passionate again. Get passionate about your life. And allow yourself to really get passionate about the greatness that you really have. Because as Kelly said, the passion is the foundation of the greatness inside of ourselves. And let, let it matter that much. Let your life matter that much that that is the reason that you would be in internal alignment and tap back into your inspiration. Uh, I have a question here from A.S. Uh, she says that she has trouble focusing on the future and loneliness gets in the way. She has a dull mind, so wants to know how to crisp up the mind. Well, first of all, you don't have a dull mind. You might be dull. Your mind's not dull. So our mind is a muscle. And there has been tons of research done uh, about this. And our mind's a muscle. And so the question is, is that, uh, you know, you haven't been working out your muscle. It's called your mind. It's like, you know, we're not going to all of a sudden, I always use the example for myself, I'm not going to all of a sudden look like a Victoria's Secret model like tomorrow. If I want to look like a Victoria's Secret model, guess what? Got to go to the gym, got to put different things into uh, my body. You know, like my whole mindset and everyday habit has to completely change. And so the same thing goes with your mind. So it's not that your mind is dull. You're telling your mind it's dull. And so start to notice, wow, where are you not exercising your mind? Like, what are you not reading? What are you not? Start to do some mind exercises. You know, there's this great program called Luminosity that is great exercises for our mind. However, you got some tools. It's called Screen of the Mind. It's called Workshop. It's called Casework. That here, it's practicing your relaxation cycle, practicing your visualization, practicing putting pictures in your mind. Because the truth is, we talk to ourselves in pictures. And so start listening to your mind and start working it out again. It's not dull, I promise you. Great. I have a question here from KV uh, who wants to know how uh, imagination applies to attracting one's soulmate. Well, let us see. I never really thought of imagination as attracting my soulmate. I always think of being in uh, alignment and congruent about who I am. I will attract my soulmate. We attract, like attracts like. And so, again, that really is, doesn't come into play. I mean, you could, you could definitely be using your visualization about what kind of a person and how you would feel about you. You can start using your screen of the mind and seeing the perfect end result, you being in the absolutely perfect relationship and how you would be feeling about you 
being in that relationship. And I guarantee you, you start being that woman, you'll attract that person. Okay. Uh, So the next question from TN is, why is it challenging for us to use our imagination as we age? What are methods to inspire imagination? Again, I think that is just a funny question. Is because now you've already told yourself, oh, I'm getting old, so my imagination isn't working anymore. Oh, my gosh, how silly. How silly. Some of the most inspiring people are like 95 to 105. I mean, they are fun and talented and don't even care. Well, see, the greatest news is that they don't care anymore what people think. It's like, hey, if I've lasted this long, I can do whatever I want. And so, again, I'm going to ask that you start to look at what have you decided about that age means something. And where have you stopped letting yourself just go play and not worry about it? And, I mean, go to a park and just go hang out and swing with kids at a park. That in itself will lighten yourself up. But, again, notice, and for not just for the answer to this question, but for everyone that's listening to the call, is that notice what you're saying to yourself that is stopping you from creating congruency and alignment within yourself and is definitely stopping you from tapping into your imagination and really opening yourself up to be a vessel for it to, for what's out there in the world to come through you. Great. MV wants to know, why are there so many fears? Well, there is definitely uh, a saying. So first of all, without fear, courage would not exist. And so a life, I'm going to say a life without fear is not a life worth living. Because life puts you on, fear puts you on the edge, gets you risking, and gets all the courage and the passion out of you. So the question to start to ask yourself is, how come I'm letting the fear stop me? So what is it I have not allowed myself to be committed to, to move through my fear and break through it and pull up all the courage I have? See, fear can be the greatest teacher in the world, not a stopper. But again, notice that you're, you're saying fear is bad. And fear is actually adrenaline, like move it. It's how are you using it? There's the key. So it sounds like you're using it to actually stop you versus using it to compel you and propel you to draw on the courage that you have been given. And as I say at the Life Success Course, is, you know, we all have courage. Sometimes it's, you know, we stuff it in our little toe. And so now it's time to pull it out and to allow that courage inside of us to resonate in every aspect of our body and move. Great. PC wants to know uh, how to overcome an inferiority complex. I'm not sure that I think that all of us have that at some point in our life have had that little voice that, you know, questions if we're capable or if we're enough, et cetera. I'm not really sure if it's all about um, that it's not going to go away, but I would ask that you ask yourself, what is it that you're committed to? Is that when you really have something that, you tap into that you that is a passion inside of you you'll go for it and that little voice of inferiority will just be silent and when you hear it you'll just turn and go okay thanks for sharing and I'm moving on so again it is you know there's a 
you know, you want the answer, but this is practice. You've got to practice, 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 people out there. And, again, I want to say is that, you know, when in doubt, focus out. When you see the difference that you make in the world or to somebody else, you will never question if you're enough. All you have to look out and go, wow, I was a part of that. Okay, Cece asks, is it possible to let our minds play too much imagination and not actually see reality? So, again, I think that um, there's a little collapsing of what imagination really is. So the question I would ask yourself is, what is it that you want? What's the picture that you're committed to creating? And what's the timeline that you've actually given yourself? So have you given yourself a ridiculous, unrealistic timeline, or, or are you just sitting around thinking about it and drawing pictures about it and imagining it that it's happening versus taking action on it. So we have, here's what I want. It's outside of the box. I hope that's what you're actually looking at. It's like, oh, everything I have is inside the box. Now i got to stretch myself and bust out of the box to get out here. This is what I want. And when we see what it is that we want and we start to take action and start to move towards it, then we have that emotional involvement, the emotional commitment, and we start to tap into the resources that we have, one of which is imagination. And that is where you'll find some resources, you'll find some answers, and you'll find some solutions. And you'll get there. Great. CH wants to know, how can you stimulate and activate your imagination to find solutions as an entrepreneur? To find solutions as an entrepreneur, I think that uh, all of us have that entrepreneur spirit someplace inside of ourselves. But again, I'm going to go back to is creating the internal alignment between your conscious, subconscious, and superconscious mind. And how that happens is to do the daily practices and to get very clear about what it is that, what is your compelling why. And keep taking action and looking at all the different solutions. I mean, the greatest tool that I always use, and I know so many people do, is workshops. There are the answers are inside of us, but we have to allow ourselves, again, I'm going to say this again, we have to allow ourselves to be that vessel for the answers to come through. Okay, AP wants to know, how can I tap into a greater use of imagination to create bigger and better dreams? Tap into your imagination to create bigger and better dreams. Is so again, uh, I'm I'm hearing another question really being asked. And so, I've been asked you: Is it, are you limiting yourself about what it is that you really want? Have you already determined what you can or cannot have? And to actually give yourself permission to dream big. Dream. You know, that saying of, like, dance like nobody's watching and sing like sing as loud as, like, no one is listening. You know, how we do in the shower and we're just singing away. Then maybe it's time to get back to, wow, what is it that I really want, regardless of what age you are, regardless of what education that you have, but to actually, wait a second, 
what is it that I want? What's the mark I'm committed to leaving on this planet? What's the mark I'm committed to leaving on this day? And that's when we live from that place, I guarantee you, solutions will come. So when we're looking at it, when it's just all about me, 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 and what am I going to get versus what it is that I have to contribute, see, when we live from that place of what do I have to contribute, we start to create, that is one definite tool to create that internal alignment because connection is a key. Great. Uh, WW wants to know how to narrow down one passion at a time. So for somebody who has many passions and many goals. Ask yourself, <clears throat> what is it that is really the big, the big goal? Like what is the real picture? Because sometimes we, our goals are actually a to-do list. So maybe it is a different time to really start to use that, the SMART technique that we use in the basic seminar specific, measurable, attainable, you know, put a timetable on it, and it's risky. So it's the big picture. Here's the big picture of my life, and here now I'm going to take that into smaller chunks, and what am I going to get accomplished? So that lines up to creating the big picture. And, again, is today, what I'm doing today, how I'm being today, is those choices that I'm making and how I'm being, is that supporting the big picture? LH wants to know, how can I continue to keep myself inspired when things aren't going the way I think they should? I love that question because, again, as so many of us do, we have this little hammer that says should. What if it is all actually supposed to be happening? And that what is happening is actually lessons to get you where you want to go. Sometimes we think that it's all supposed to be perfect. It's all supposed to line up. And it doesn't always work that way. Let's go back to intention. Intention plus mechanism equals result. So when your intention, 100%, is clear, the mechanism will appear. But often what happens is, oh, golly, we get ourselves into that 99%, and that little 1%, whoa, that's a gigantic chicken exit. That chicken exit of only 1% brings in all the doubt, all the things that, da 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 all the things we say to ourselves, all this, da 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 However, when we actually lean into and allow ourselves to be 100% congruent and stand in, this is what I'm committed to, we will create it. And in the process, there's a whole lot of different ways you're going to get there, but it isn't about the destination. It's about the journey. And sometimes, you know what, on that journey, there's ups and downs and sideways and this way, but that's the ride. It's the journey that makes us who we are. It's the journey that when we are striving for that continuous improvement, that starts to bring us up to extraordinary. That brings our self-esteem back up. That, like, that's life. That's like feeling. You know, and sometimes we fall flat on our face. It's like, let's go back to the example of the kid. I mean, it's so amazing how a child can be in such an argument and they come in and they say, I hate so-and-so, I'm never talking to them again, and da-da-da. And then 15 minutes later, they are back outside laughing and having a great time. So that is something that I hope that all of you can start to 
take away is like, wow, what am I, like, where am I just rushing? Where have I stopped myself and, and not allowed myself to really be in the moment, to really look into somebody else's eyes, to really listen, to really feel me and allow myself to connect? Because when we're in alignment, when we are feeling, that's when we tap into our inspiration, people. It is not like, oh, let me go into my inspiration now. No, we're in the moment. Like that's, we're not thinking about it. We are just, we are congruent, we are spontaneous, and we are taking risks. You know, again, I'm going to say, you know, we were put on this planet to do this dance called Life Together, not alone. So go out today, light somebody's light. Go out and make a difference in the world and ask yourself, how will I live this day out in greater contribution to mankind? Awesome. Well, that's all the time we have for questions. Is there anything uh, do you want to say in closing uh, for our call? I'm going to uh, say Kelly Poulos' quote, play life with intensity. Passion is your foundation for greatness. Bring your passion back out of you and go make a difference in the world. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, not only for uh, being on the call earlier this week, but taking the time out today to record the call for our podcast. Uh, It was really great to uh, hear everything that you had uh, today to offer around imagination. It was an awesome call. Thank you. And thank you to everyone listening in. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, June 10th, and the topic is Vision and Purpose. You can register now at psiteleseminars.com, and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psiteleseminars.com. As many of you know, we do post live updates Uh, during our calls on Facebook. So there's a conversation going on there on our topic. Uh, We love uh, hearing what you have to say. I would love to know what you got out of the call and how you're going to implement this in your life. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's PSISeminars.com. Again, thank you for everyone for listening in. Uh, We appreciate you taking the time uh, and look forward to having you on next month's call.